Yo, what's up, Kev? What's up, dude? Camera looks real clear, man. You uh, I fixed yeah. it up, huh? Yeah. yeah. I put you some Vaseline really on finished. it too. <laughs> Is that how that works? Is soften, soften up magic? my features. Yeah. <laughs> What's glow. funny is, before you told me that, did I tell you how I bought like a, a second one and it didn't work for me? It was oh, blurry. was that it? <laughs> so a week before you fixed yours, I like was cleaning out all my stuff and was like, you know what? I'm just going to throw stuff away. And I totally threw it in trash. And then a week later, you figured out how to fix it. it oh, it, but it was already gone? It was already, it's already on the way to somebody's dumpster. Yeah, that was meant to be then. I guess so. I guess so. Electronic waste. I was like, I'm sick of this. You know, you kind of go through your stuff and be like, I'm so sick of all this stuff. I'm just, whatever. I'm throwing it away. doesn't matter if it works or not. So, oh, yeah. And like literally the next, the following week, (laughs) I was like, oh, all right. That's always, yeah, the cord you end up needing. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That's, that's life. That's, that's actually. It's either the one you that just threw away or the one that you just pulled out of your DJ bag that's been Correct. rolling with you for yeah. Yeah. The cord you always needed. That's a that's a marriage line a a, a pickup line. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, yeah. What's up? Girl, you my missing cord. You the you the you the missing cable. Yeah. Um what's up, Kev? How was your week, man? <laughs> that is totally something you would say. <laughs> I would, I would. I put it in a rap. It'd be like, it'd be like common, who I cannot throw a lot of jokes out about now because I, I like the last couple joints common has dropped, man. Okay, it's you been, heard the, the joint with Black Thought. Yeah, that joint is dope. The uh, there was another one that was kind of dropped before that. Uh, Tony Baker, the comedian, put that up on his um page. That's how I heard it. Hmm. And then um, the challenges he did. Did you see those where he did the Mario Brothers? Like they did the Super Mario Challenge. Okay, let's talk about that real quick. Well, they were written. You first okay. of all, they were okay. definitely written and prepared. Okay. God, it had to be. Yeah, yeah, because he had Fallon. Like, how do you do that? It's like I yeah. wrote it. Yeah, we. You told me that they were going to happen, and I wrote them down. That's how I did that. But nonetheless, they were still better written than most people's anything oh, yeah. else. But yeah, when when Fallon was like, "How is he coming up with this?" It's like, well, yeah, he wrote it. Right in front of your face, probably. So stop. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was extremely dope. But I, yeah, I'm. I'm not sold, Fallon. Thanks. I think. Nice try. I think. I think Thought actually wrote it. Oh. <laughs> Let's not do this, man. Common is my. Common is. He's been. He's. You know. He's. He left us for a little bit. Came back to us with the last record a little bit, and now he seems to be all the way back. You know, let's no. let's just he's let him a, be back. He's in a great space. There he is. There's not. There's nothing that I would ever be able to say that would take him remotely to the border of the fantastic space that he finds himself occupying right now. So my my efforts agree. are in vain. I agree. <laughs> as as our Fizz's efforts. Yeah, I was gonna say, but Fizz, Fizz is gonna try. <laughs> Fizz, is, Fizz has been on it for a minute. I have a a, 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 a theory, if you don't mind, not not necessarily a theory, I, uh, just an opinion, if you will. Mm-hmm. So m- I've had this opinion for a long time, as a rapper, at least. If you want to live forever, put somebody on, right? The more mm-hmm. people you put on, the longer your career. I feel like that's been proven, although. Yeah, I feel like I have a pretty good way of proving that, right? Like, 
You, you know? mean in terms of your success, like your no. high level of success, you're, you're or just your your uh, longevity, your legacy? I think I think um, putting people on provides you the opportunity to continue putting out records on your own, right? Like, mm. there's always something associated with you, no matter what. Like, you look at, I mean, the most one of the most obvious examples, of course, is Jay Z. Of course, with them having their own label, you had no choice but to put people on, people on, right? But Every time you hear heard state prop, Jay Z would be considered. Or every time you you know Jada kissing them, just of course bodied it. And between, you know, of course, they weren't technically put on. Well, at least Cameron wasn't by Jay. Jay and Puff were just associated with it for putting people on. Look at Dre, like constantly putting people on. M constantly putting people on um on a on an underground scale mers constantly putting people on it's i think it's hard to disappear when you don't put people on oh hard to put hard hard to disappear when you put people on it's easier to disappear when you don't put people on no matter how dope you are yeah but that also speaks to probably some other aspects of your character well sure <laughs> that's know. that's that's fine too but within that theory, I have this this or within that thought, I have this this secondary thing. So you know how I don't believe that that um this is the opening question. Okay. Okay. When people say, <clears throat> "Are you like me?" Where when you hear people say support a record, like you know support your art, do you cringe like I cringe? I don't know. I mean, what do you mean like? I don't know. Sometimes I definitely feel a little bit of of um, unnecessary guilt because I know I'm not going to support that record. <laughs> Immediately, you are right. Like I'm not buying this. <laughs> I should support that record. I will, in all likelihood, not support that record. <laughs> My thing is, buy the record because you like it. Yeah, don't buy no, the no, record because hip hop is that, dying. Or, but I don't want to. I don't want to say that in a way that's like if you are somebody who does actually support hip hop or hip artists that you know you like, you know, by okay. going to their shows or buying their records, sight, you know, whatever the audio equivalent is, is of sight unseen. Um, <laughs> Do it. That's dope. Sure. You know, um, I don't generally do that. So you're saying you don't even buy records if you like them. Like, you just like, nah, I'm not even. Well, it's, I mean, I used to. <laughs> now it's like, yeah, I'm, I, it, it would, it'll take a lot for me to go out and like purchase the physical copy of something. I'm just, that's just, to be honest, because I barely listen to stuff on streaming. You know what I mean? Well, and yeah. if I listen to it, I listen to it once and then it's like, it's pretty sad, man. Well, yeah, I don't know if a lot of records belong, uh, deserve repeat play, which is why I'm for the EP movement. But I, <laughs> so this this has been my 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 thing. I don't put um, the blame of not supporting artists on the fans, right? I feel like fans. If you're a fan, you should buy music you like. If you like the music, or you should stream music you like, or put it in your playlist. I, I think one of the best things you could do now, even though it's there's not a lot of money involved. Um, 
in the you know in a small amount in a large amount it kind of can add up i guess stream stream the music put it in your playlist tell your friends about it that's that's the best way to let others know and do the best you can to make sure that that your artists that you like you know get a fair chance which is what we did before we did that before we just didn't have streaming right right so we we'd be like yo you heard this new record and then that's how you found out about Wu-Tang and etc right so that's one thing but I really do put the idea of support on fellow artists Mm. you know what I'm saying like I, I think that the biggest failure of support has actually been artist to artist it has not been fan to artist I think the fans have been doing their job right um you know you look at Griselda you look at the fact that Common and, and Most and Talib and them are still around. I, I have a lot of peers, a fair amount of peers that have, have been selling records. They've been doing their thing. I think the fans have been doing fine. I think that the artists have not been supporting each other. And mm. I don't know if I'm saying you should just casually, randomly pick an artist and like them, but it'd be people that be crew. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? That it's only, you know, that that only uh, only big up a record when they're when it's an opportune time. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of been on my mind. So here's my thing. If you really, if you're an artist and you really want to support and, and don't want hip hop to die or whatever your belief is, then A, you should be putting people on your own platform, if you have a platform, right? And speaking to people on your platform. Because right now that's all we really have, right? If you got you know, 10,000 10, or 20,000 followers or 100,000 followers, and you say, yo, I just heard that new theory has it, y'all check that out, then you're giving, your, you're giving them your platform. But if you're going to be protective of your platform, but then also scream how the music is dying and changing, then you got to shut up as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Agree or disagree? I, I totally agree. Yeah. It, my, my whole experience lately has been really weird because I'm still... I think I listen to music with less confidence now than I did 20 years ago, but I don't feel like I'm, I listened. I don't, I can't say definitively that I listened better 20 years ago, Word. meaning that that confidence may well have been misplaced. Cause now I'll, I don't, I don't feel like I listen to everything. I don't feel like I can listen to everything. So w- when I listen to something thoughtfully, I know it's sort of, hit and miss and there may well be five other albums that were better than the thing I just happened to pop, you know, pop on and listen to. Um, you know, and then if I find something that that's like a, a jewel or whatever from whatever record I'm listening to, um, you know, then I get even more confused. I'm just like, how, wow, how did that happen? Like, you know, that I actually <laughs> like one line this. that this dude said, right? <laughs> it's like, I know I'm, I know I don't like the rest of the stuff this dude has done or, you know, right. whatever this artist has done. But, um, so yeah, it's weird. I feel like I'm listening, you know, just listening in little, little pockets and I'm not taking in the whole landscape. But that's also because a lot of the current stuff I just don't dig or whatever. So, you know, yeah, it's tough. I, I will say this. Um, yeah, I think you're, I think platform sharing or or putting people on your platform is the most important thing you could do. Uh, my man Jensport J asked me like, what can I do to support or um, and help artists from my area? And I was like, well, you could do the industry thing and tell everybody what publishing is, what you should do, and blah blah blah. But do a record with them, like yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like, they're really, that's what the dog pound used to do. It used to be everybody from the little homie across the street today. Just put them on a record, and that was it. And figure out a way to pay them whether, you know, and there's an argument of whether they were paid fairly or not. But anyway, that's not the conversation we meant to get into entirely, and we got a whole lot to talk about on this show right now. So, um, Cap, you ready to get to the other side, man? Definitely. All right, man. Let's go. Rap Sucks Radio. Blah, 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 blah. What up, y'all? You are live on Rap Sucks Radio with your homeboy track life and your fam, Kev Sakota. Yep. <laughs> no clever. Nothing. Just yep. The Dang. platform. The platform. All right, fair enough. Oh, thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. If you would like to catch past episodes of Rap Sucks Radio, you can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. If you would like to catch this on your television, what you can do is you can go to BTSN. That's Behind the Scenes Network. Um, you download the app or channel on your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices. Click on that app or channel, and we are right there. The uh, Just a note for that, the episodes are not like immediate. Sometimes they're a couple of weeks, maybe even a month behind, but... They are there, so if people, if you like to just run it back and be like, oh, I wonder what picture they put up or what Trek's hair was like, you could do that. It's just going to be a couple episodes behind. Um, yeah, so do that. BTSN Behind the Scenes Network up there with a bunch of dope content we want in. And although I don't think I'm going to continue to do the YouTube thing for now, <laughs> you can catch us on YouTube, although nobody cares. And since I'm deleting comments, I think people are over it. So there's that. <laughs> Glaring advertisement for Rapsucks Radio, by the way. This is amazing. This, we're killing it. Killing you know, it. Just go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. We are there. <laughs> 110th episode. This episode right. right here. We've yes. been active. We've been busy. And y'all been checking in and tuning in. And we appreciate that. Take what you can get, man. Yeah. For real. We're, we're busy. You don't ask. We're outside. You don't ask for economics for video, do you? You don't ask, right? Why does Yo, you, why you that is, their theme song is the dopest piece of music that I've listened to in the last decade. The theme Wait. song to the Freakonomics podcast. I'm like, I'm so behind on Freakonomics. I started from like episode one. <laughs> so... <laughs> But Let's, yeah. yeah, that's speaking of shouting out. Not that they need our help or whatever, but it's funny that you mentioned MERS because on one of the episodes of uh, the Stuff You Should Know podcast, they were talking about they actually were talking about Humpty Dumpty, the old story and the okay. origins of it. And so naturally, of course, them being the, the two hip dudes that they are, mentioned Humpty Hump. Okay, and then shouted out Shock. And then ended up shouting out Merce as well. Nice. Merce deserves a lot of props. Yeah. Like, he really does, man. I don't think Merce gets a fair amount of flowers, but I think Merce deserves much more flowers than he actually still he, For he sure. gets now. Yeah. Yeah. That dude deserves guy. a ton of props. Yeah. What and up, Merce? Definitely more your guy, personally. But he's always been nice to me, but that's your folks. So... <laughs> Matter of fact, oh, by the way, speaking of folks, just real side note, random. I'm on some random tonight, but ish. Um, yo, I didn't know Ryu did a song with Bishop. 
Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, but he I, put it up today. It, oh, recently? I don't know how long ago it was, but because um, I don't know why you personally, so I wasn't able to like look and be like, oh, that, that was 10 years ago or whatever. Oh, um, okay. But yeah, him and he did a, a song with B. That was that's pretty dope. Word. Yeah, Ryu, I think, has a lot of material that, that I'm not even super familiar with. Like, it's it's weird because, well, I'll say it for the first time here. Like, I'm working on the epic DJ Premier compendium mixtape. Let's go. And when I say epic, I'm talking epic. Like, I'm talking Hours. about you can go run a marathon to this, this yes. joint nonstop. Yes. Chronological. Take, yeah, taking taking on his 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 entire production career, not entire, but mo- most of it, including and, the Christina Aguilera joint. Oh yeah, and then there's some, uh, you know, like some <laughs> apathy and all them. I have a whole section of apathy, La Coconostra, demigods, and Ryu's just crushing it on one one of these demigods joints. So I was like, yeah. oh yeah, I yeah. forgot about that. There's some dope MCs out there. Before we move on, and um, yo, I've been like. Vaughn P. I've just had like oh, yeah. a complete Vaughn P marathon going on. Like I just Are they working on a new record? They just put a new one out. Don and Oh, Vaughn. okay. Yeah. So that is new. That is new. Okay. That is new. Yeah, yeah. I actually haven't listened to it yet. I've been listening to I've I just went to my Spotify through uh Vaughn P on and um you know artist search and yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. It's it, yeah I I don't all right it, it'll be a total different show if I got too far into that so um <laughs> yo Kev man as as you as we uh, do every week man who has got to chill this week oh man everything is bigger in Texas man <laughs> especially the jerks <laughs> <laughs> Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Man, chill, not to man. be confused with radio, sports radio, talk radio personality, Dan Patrick. Um, this is or Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Danica Patrick? Or Dan, yeah. Or, <laughs> yes, race car driver Danica Patrick. <laughs> Formula One race car driver, I believe. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's not. Let's not play. <laughs> <laughs> let's not try, right? Let's just quit right here. Show's over. That's it. <laughs> we were doing good with the rap, but, you know, don't get me into nuanced race car driving. Um, topic title is when in doubt, blame the black guy. That's how that works. (laughs) Yes. So, um, reason for this is Texas Lieutenant, Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick falsely claims African-Americans who have not been vaccinated are driving COVID surge. The source for this is WashingtonPost.com and Kaiser Family Foundation for stats. Players involved are Dan Patrick, Greg Abbott, Laura Ingram. Uh, and of course, Texas. Um, shout out to my folks in Texas, my big bro. So, per the Washington Post, when Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick was asked about the surge in coronavirus cases during a Thursday night appearance on Fox News, the Republican said that African Americans who have not been vaccinated are the biggest group in most states contributing to the spike. Patrick added that COVID is spreading and that the infections are largely among people who have not received the vaccine. So he's agreed with that. But then he said Democrats like to blame Republicans on that, Patrick said. Well, the biggest group in most states that uh, most states are African-Americans who have not been vaccinated. The last time I checked, over 90% of them vote for Democrats in, the, in their major cities and major counties. 
The latest data from the Texas Department of State uh, Health Services shows that the African-American population there is not driving the increase in cases. Black residents in Texas accounted for 16.4% of the state's cases and 10.2% of deaths as of August 13th, 2021. Black people make up about 13% of the state's population, according to census data. While vaccination rates are low amongst black Texans, the highest coronavirus Virus case rates are amongst whites, Hispanics, non-Hispanic white people who make up about 41% of the state's population, make up 34.9% of the COVID cases and 41.1% of the deaths, according to the data as of August 13th, 2021. Hispanics, who account for almost 40% of Texas's population, make up 35.8% of the state's cases and 46.1% percent of deaths i'm going to hold out on the next quote Mm -hmm. kev your thoughts yeah i mean i heard this and it was so so ridiculous because he's first of all he's trying to make a mathematical (laughs) numbers-based argument on fox news Which doesn't even deal in objectively truthful words most of the time. (laughs) So right away, something smells fishy. Automatically. But um, but yeah, this he's part of the reason why. So the the governor Abbott, who has just done a phenomenal job of screwing up so many things having to do with with COVID and voting rights and everything, he is vaccinated and got. Uh, infected or he tested positive. So, but I, I think he's, you know, he's getting all the best treatment and he's probably doing okay. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's the only reason that I didn't get all giddy when, when that news came out, not that I would have necessarily gotten all hyped about it for anybody, no matter how evil they are, is that his Lieutenant governor is this dude who, this is not the first time he said something silly. The, the attorney general is that dude, Ken Paxton, who I think we've actually talked about, on this show who is under indictment for, for fraud or, you know, some kind of, you know, Texas-y stuff, Texas government-y stuff. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, yeah. Whatever. And then, and then there's, there's a whole cast of characters in that, in that state government that are just very ridiculous, you know? And, um, I'm not, I just don't know. I don't understand what his point was in making this statement. This is where I got you. Okay. So I looked up the statistics and this is what I think happened. All right. The, the, first of all, we are, we all know what's happening in Texas. It, it got a little too close to an overthrow in voting, right? They saw what happened in Georgia. And of course, Georgia responded the way they did with voting rights of course, Arizona. So now there's this mad dash to to make sure that, you know, it doesn't overturn in Texas, which, you know, of course, you would lose a large, large percentage of electoral votes, whatever, right? So we all, but that's, that's nothing to discuss. Statistically, if you take what he said for face value, he's right. Uh, just percentage-wise, right? But he's look up the statistics. Well, he, that's not what he right. said, though. Well, no, he said, he said, let me go back to the quote. He said, 
Democrats like to bring Republicans. The biggest group in most states are African-Americans who have not been vaccinated. The last time I checked over 90% of them vote. So if this is where we're splitting hairs and this is how I know exactly what happened and I know what always happens. What happened was he didn't have a leg to stand on going into this conversation because they've all been so idiotic, right? Sure. So someone gave him a stat, just a random stat of the percentage of this group of people they are less vaccinated than every other group of people, right? No numbers, no context, no nothing. Simply just in the state. Now, but let me give you this. I learned something new, by the way, on this that mm. was shocking in the idea of a family move that I'm now like, wait, really? Are you sure? It's like black people make up like 4% of the population, in a gang of these <laughs> gang of the states that he discussed, part one, four to five percent, right? And of that population, under fifty percent or under 41 percent are vaccinated or whatever, right? So that's his argument. Very simple, very not not to any particular point, just stat spew. Straight, as close to Dan Patrick, the a sports personality as he could possibly get to just throw a stat out and then have to back and have no reason to back it. Although Dan Patrick is dope. That's the thing I said, you'd be shocked on my response to because looking at the stats, he's accurate. Now, then you go to the stats that were just stated about the population of black people just in Texas alone. And you're like, shut up. Shut up. Black people don't make up a large enough percentage of the population to be driving, driving anything. So if the, if the context that you're losing or that you're using is that black Americans are the driving force behind cases, COVID cases in, in, in unvaccinated situations and or the spread. No, no. Statistically, it's just not it's not happening. It's also kind of not even all the way possible. When you look at these statistics. That's the thing. Right. For Say example, all black folks in Texas decided that they wanted to get together and orchestrate a plot to boom. infect the entire state with COVID. Boom. They couldn't do it. Could not do it. Couldn't do it. Unless it they had possible. Unless they had COVID in a squirt gun and they were just out there <laughs> super soaking everybody with it somehow and not hurting right. themselves. Absolutely. There there just aren't that there are fair amount of densely populated black American populate of uh, states and cities and well, really more cities and counties. Um, uh, unless you're counting DC where the pop, the dense population might cover the whole quote unquote state, but the, it, it's not possible. For example, in Hawaii, this is what I learned. Black Americans make up 1% of the population. First of all, my wife has considered us moving there. I'm like, with none of me around? Like, what, where am I, where am I going to go? Just hang out in Pearl City all day? What? <laughs> It'll that's, be like back that's in- the lowest. That's the lowest percent possible. <laughs> it's like, it's, I feel like they round it up, too, because I never see us. So I'm like... Um, no, shout out to my, my Hawaii folk. It'd be me you and ever, MC you ever, be, you ever be in Hawaii and you walk by like a mirror or something? And you just oh snap! It's, is it? Oh no, that's just me. <laughs> oh, that's me. And the tourists are like super you, tourists, so you know. You're like, why? Why is that dude wearing two different shoes? <laughs> right. That's true. Make, out here making us look bad. 
Hey, I'm doing it. I'm from the from the cove <laughs> to the beach, bro. From the cove <laughs> to the beach. Let's make it look terrible. Um, no, but again, how is it possible to be the driving force? Even if of that one percent, less than you know twenty percent were vaccinated, less than ten percent. It's not possible for them for us. I'm saying them for us. Well, them in Hawaii to be the drivers. Same with California. Five percent of the total population. How is it possible? It's not possible, right? So it was a stat spew. It was a stat spew that was just enough, that had just enough truth in it to be like, the Democrats are trying to mince my words, right? But we know what's popping. We all know. We we actually were sort of breaking down the actual words that you said. I mean, when he was saying it, you even see Laura Ingram and she's sort of not even... She'll nod along when she remotely, or when she knows that her audience is going to eat something up and she's not going to get that much negative coverage around it, right? She's out there telling people to, to drink a horse oh dewormer <laughs> with conviction. Where have, and she just where sat there and let him roll with that. <laughs> yes, she did. Yes, she did. She's like, you know, there's, because- you know they, already, oh, they already pretty much all hate black people already in this audience. <laughs> Dude, I don't think you need to really need spike to the this. football here. <laughs> There's a couple people. There's like Larry Elder is the only one that we're cool with. Oh, Listen, um, the other thing is these statistics are not even accurate. Hmm. It's of the statistics we have, right? So the the statistics, the COVID statistics by race are, are not super, are not accurate at this point in time. And they may never be. If we're being 100% honest, just how certain states report, how certain counties report, how cities report, how hospitals report, all different, all not highly possible. And in some cases, as we've seen in Florida and some other states, some are not even reporting. Some are not mm-hmm. even reporting. So bottom line is it was a pointless stat spew, and I'm going to give him a D- minus. On his report card, on his of Ooh. on in his report, his stat report. Now who's now who's rounding up? <laughs> right, that's me being nice enough to say, okay, whoever, whatever, whatever uh, intern gave you that one before you walked into the room, didn't try hard enough, and that's how you fail. You cheated off the wrong test. Can you can know? I do some impressions now? I've been working on some impressions. I'm ready. Okay, so I'm gonna do my impression of a. And these are these are also going to be impressions mixed artistically with broad racial generalizations. <laughs> so there's a lot of ground I'm going to cover here. Are you ready? I'm ready. The broadly Caucasian audience yelling at PTA meetings <laughs> sounds something like this. You will not encroach my freedoms. You will not make my child wear a mask. You... Your vaccine mandates are tyranny. Okay? Pretty mm-hmm. good, right? Very good. It sounds accurate. This, for the most part, are vaccine-hesitant black folks that I hear interviewed. We have had a long history <laughs> of this country so doing terrible things to us. So I just, you know, I'm really, I'm a little nervous and I'm going to wait for a little while more. Before I just jump on in. 
but don't worry, I have 14 masks on, and I'm staying inside. Accurate. Accurate and statistically accurate, by the way, <laughs> according to Kaiser's statistics, Kaiser's, you know, general statistics, again, cannot highly be accurate. These of the black Americans and Hispanic, uh, Hispanics that were surveyed across the states, more were simply just hesitant, mm. just waiting to see how this plays out. Right. Right. They said 46 to 54 percent. I think it was 46 percent was the accurate accurate number. Over 60 percent of white Americans were simply just not getting the vaccine, period. We're just it's not happening. Over 64 percent of people surveyed. That doesn't mean 64 mm. percent of the remaining non-vaccinated. That's not what that statistic said. It just of the people they surveyed. We don't know how many people they surveyed. It could have been right. 100. And it, I, we don't know I think where the they general surveyed. population, those numbers are going down, fortunately, and especially what well, we're recording this on Monday. The uh, Pfizer vaccine just got the full FDA approval. So Correct. we'll see what happens. You know, maybe that puts some of the people who were hesitant at ease a little bit more. Um, but hey, man. You guys live in states where your governors do not care at all. Let show behind die. We we have one. Was it Texas where homie said maybe we we got to die, get ready to die for the economy? Wasn't that that was him? Oh, that That was was Dan Patrick. Patrick, yes. I didn't realize that was him. (laughs) Oh yeah, he's he's got boy. He's got some for every occasion. He's like a Hallmark card. He's just, just racist, <laughs> stupid Hallmark card. I listen. I, I can't read the title of Biggie's record without being like, but not though. That's a piece of paper. But when he'd be like, you know, ready to die, I'd be like, oh, oh, <laughs> not just yet, fam. <laughs> not just yet. I, I get it. I heard this song is dope. I know exactly what you meant. Like I told him, but you know, just to read the title for face value, you know what I'm saying. We'll always love Big Papa. But the thing is, when Dan Patrick said that last year, mm-hmm. I was like, who agreed? How many people cheered on? Oh, and the homie. The homie this week got booed. Oh, yeah. For saying people should be vaccinated. Now, yeah. I need to be, we need to state this on the show. I am not a person who says, right? I've said this every single time. I'm not a forcer of being vaccinated. Or force of being non or not being vaccinated. All I'm saying is, I don't like the um, YouTube-ish X Files music that plays when a lot of people talk about the vaccination. That's mm-hmm. my whole thing, right? But consequence for every action, you know what I mean? And yeah, the homie, the home, y'all homie, that's your folk, man. You, you peoples came up. That ain't that your homie, right? And they were, right? they were mad at him. Oh, <laughs> they were mad at him. I just had this this picture of the. Have you seen Fast and Furious, the latest one yet? I have never. With the big seen old magnets. They got them big old magnets. Oh, the, I, I, you know the magnets. The I'm, I'm, I'm understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the magnet part. I'm I just, I just want to drive one of those to the through the city, <laughs> just just to prove to these, the you know the. Key on the neck, lady. That magnet technology. Yo, you might suffer other consequences. Who knows? Long term, but for right now, 
<laughs> the, the magnet thing. Just shut up. It's crazy. It's, <laughs> it's still going magnet. on. You just be like, man, we still doing this, but we still doing it. <laughs> it's just crazy. But again, it <laughs> back to back to lecture hand. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the statistical spew, man. Just just say a stat, and then people bite onto it, and next thing mm. you know, blame a black guy. You know what I mean? Right. It's LeBron hey, James. If all fault. else fails. Blame a black guy. LeBron James did it. He did it. That's it. That's it. That's the answer. <laughs> By the way, about 46% of Texans uh, are fully vaccinated, according to the Washington Post tracking. Again, numbers we can't definitely declare as accurate. The nationwide rate is about 51%. The Texas Tribune reported this month that black Texans hold the lowest vaccination rate among racial groups, which is likely true, uh, at 28%. For that population, the news outlet noted, A, as Kev noted, lack of trust in healthcare can be common based on generations of disparities in the American system. Accurate. Hispanics and white uh, conservatives in rural areas also have low vaccine rates in Texas, which also makes a lot of sense, according to the Tribune. Uh, another statistic, very quickly, is the highest rate of vaccinated population by uh, by racial group is Asians at sixty seven percent. Are Asians at sixty seven percent? So, and that also does do those percentages include everybody, children also that just can't be vaccinated or of. People I, I think th- I, I don't think that they're including people who could not be vaccinated. I oh, think okay. it's, you know, vac- uh, vaccinatable. Is that a word? <laughs> Group or whatever. But yeah, that that was a really funny one. I actually laughed when he said it. It was you know I mean? it was so but it goes right along with the the whole thing about being ready to die. It's like you didn't really you didn't think through something you said on television at least twice in to my knowledge, that I can point out, there were two things that you said on national television that you clearly did not think through. So, how do you deal with thoughts in your everyday in your everyday right. life? Right. You're not really, you're not really getting from A to Z with with the, the whole thought process there, pal. But they're doing this, and you know what's funny is I keep reading. I'm reading articles as much as every other person. More we discussed. We had a, a topic on this show where we discussed it, right? Where um, you know, we might be as Americans or people, we might be reading too many articles a day for our, our own health. Um, I'm definitely beyond whatever the threshold is, but <laughs> you know, clickbait title normally, uh, presentation of information to go with clickbait title, correction down at the bottom, correct information down at the bottom. And that's basically what with this what he was trying to do just be a clickbait person and then back in and say all i said was this and statistically okay but you said it in the context of a question or discussion that was counting people as the drivers of it not what who democrats blame and republicans don't blame and blah 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 blah. the discussion was drivers that's everything that these guys say is is like that they are all the human equivalent of You'll never believe what this star of the Golden Girls looks like now. I was like, dead? I don't know. What? I don't need to know that. Poor, poor Golden Girls. <laughs> dumb, dumb. <laughs> Yo, man. Speaking of dumb dumbs, man, this is we once a year we do this, right? Topic two, like the whole <laughs> internet got to chill. Whole internet, like. whole internet just also has to chill. Please, also, we'll ask nicely. <laughs> kindly, ch- kindly chill. Oh man, 
So look, the so-called post-COVID era, this is a, <laughs> I, Kev, you wrote this, right? Did you read I, I did. or did you take this from an article? I, 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 th- I wrote the first part, I believe. Yeah. You, did you write the reason? Yes. Okay. Because yeah. I wanted to make sure you were credited on this because it's so accurate. The so-called, <laughs> quote, post-COVID era, unquote, has Americans looking for other ways to kill themselves. That is incredibly accurate. <laughs> the source involved is this SBNation.com, NewYorkTimes.com, Revolt. Um, the players involved are milk crates, honey, sex workers, and overall dum-dums. Um, not that sex workers <laughs> fall into the category of dum-dums. This is just a list. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I nice right, so <laughs> right, good job, Reg. Excellent save. So, per SBNation.com, starting as a viral challenge on TikTok, now everyone is attempting to ascend a rickety pyramid of stacked milk crates and make it down the other side in an attempt to one up each other. Millions are trying the feat, and the vast majority are failing miserably. And that's an understatement. <laughs> and it's and that's why it's so perfect. But I don't know about perfect, but anyway. Uh, the beauty is, in the, myriad, in the myriad of ways this challenge can go wrong, every video is like unwrapping a chocolate from an unmarked box. <laughs> you know you're going to get something delicious. You just don't know what it'll taste like yet. There are many people who fail on the first couple steps, plummeting off the side. Others who make it to the pinnacle of the pyramid before falling onto the crates on their descent. No matter what the video contains, it's going to be pure joy. The best part they say those gifted enough to actually be able to complete the challenge are adding their own twists like white Mike who said himself, I can walk up this pyramid easy. Why don't I roll a blunt while doing it? I didn't recognize it. I didn't, was that dude white? Anyway, I was going to say, he, he not only did he successfully uh, complete the challenge with some flair, but he realized Chet Hayes dream of white boy <laughs> summer. He did. It's still, yeah, we haven't made it completely to fall yet. Good job, White Mike. Um, all right. So, and I hadn't heard, I hadn't heard of this one yet, Kev. So you got to explain this one to me because I haven't heard it. But it says, and then there's the frozen honey challenge. Per the New York Times.com, yeah. the trend on TikTok has garnered about 900 million views with creators uploading videos that show them putting honey in an empty water bottle, placing it in a freezer, and then hours later squeezing the vicious chunks into their mouth, sometimes in agony and often in delight. The concoctions are now made from different types of corn syrup and decorated with candies and and flavors. Other versions include, oh, I'm not doing it, spicy, sour, bubble tea, and sriracha, but... Like many social media trends, eating frozen honey comes with a risk, health experts said. Uh, Sarah, Sarah Rubin, a dietarian, dietitian in New York, dietarian, dietitian in New York <laughs> said, eating large amounts of honey could lead to stomach aches and diarrhea, consequences that some people on the app can attest to having experienced. All right, Kev, have you, have you seen people doing this challenge? I, I have not. I watched the milk crate challenge. I should have done these in the opposite order because clearly the honey challenge was one that was specifically geared to being stuck inside because you're going to have to go to the bathroom shortly thereafter, right? You're sitting there. You got nothing. You literally have nothing better to do. But I didn't watch. I didn't watch any of them. I just knew people were doing it and then they were getting the runs. Um, but then you, when you can start going outside... That's when you, <laughs> that's when you do the milk crate challenge, because yes. you, because as much as you may be vaccinated, 
as much as you may be itching to go outside because you've been stuck inside having diarrhea, <laughs> you're still dumb. <laughs> Listen, still very, and and highly uncoordinated. Listen. <laughs> People. <laughs> this is a challenge. That, that crate challenge. I'm not even. I got a lyric. I got a lyric for I got a lyric for both challenges, right? Okay. Uh, nah, I was gonna say something <laughs> different, but I got a lyric for the for the for the crate challenge. <laughs> I break bread, ribs, hundred dollar <laughs> bills. <laughs> Cause God dog, yo, these. Oh my God, how these people are landing on these cra- configured in various. Uh, family guy broken body poses. Oh, yeah. it, it is crazy. <laughs> like, yo, what are y'all doing, man? <sighs> also, though, we also, though, in fairness, need to admit that every last one of us has climbed up on similar, similarly rickety constructed fake ladder to get something at the top of your garage or on your roof. My dad probably did that today. (laughs) (laughs) Like a lawn chair with a ladder on it. You know what I mean? Like, dude, what? Why are we doing any of this? Why do you have that ladder on that wheelbarrow? (laughs) Right on the top. That doesn't seem sound. With a step stool on the top. (laughs) Good measure. Um, <laughs> so yes, um, this challenge is actually probably, we should probably call this like the old dad challenge. Cause that's basically every, every dad in America has done this for no good reason. Shout out to all the DJs too, showing oh, their, getting a chance to show all their vinyl. This was the original, this original milk crate challenge B. <sighs> These crates right here, these 10 crates, these 10 crates are all boot camp click, yo. Sometimes I'll be like, hip hop is so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Like sometimes, man, like sometimes it'd be on my timeline too. I'll be like, oh man, y'all so dumb, yo. (laughs) Come on, man. Like, I feel like I felt it in the force too. Like I knew it was going to happen. Like, Well, that's the thing, right? You got to know when you're about to post that, you got to know. You, you're not the first, and you're definitely not going to be the last. <laughs> and by the time it's done, you are going to be sick of yourself, too. <laughs> oh, God. You have to hate yourself after you post that, right? Like, you got to look in the mirror and be like, oh, man, I'm an adult. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why did I post a picture of my crates and talk about we used to take crates from the deli or shut up shut uh, just shut up shut don't care i don't care you know what i mean i don't care i want post malone to end this you know that quick and everybody knows that if you are a real grown-up your wife already made you throw all your records away so right or they're somewhere yeah what about that yeah keep it up Keep it up, Sometimes. and she's going to look for the ones, your favorite ones, too, because they're still in a closet in her way. Yeah, keep that energy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Your crates are a- going to be holding her shoes. Adrian Young got your crates. 
selling them. I know where they at. You think I don't know where they at? I know where they at. Sick of it. Post Malone coming in this now. Post Malone is, uh, you know what I mean? Is he the ender of hip hop? He's the, huh? he's, he's the hip hop Thanos. He's the, exactly. He's going to come in and whenever I see posts like that, I'd be like, see, this is why. It's just you know what I mean? a wall of crates and posts just and snaps them crates. It, right? And the last, the last <laughs> remaining option to stop him is like KRS One giving him a lecture. He's <laughs> like the Thor of this. <laughs> oh. oh man, God, I have a love hate relationship with the music. But yeah, that was that might have been the goofiest part of all this. Not the people doing it, falling off of them, but the response well, from the hip hop community <laughs> <laughs> trying to insert themselves into it somehow. <laughs> you just tapped into a high level of disgust for me. Like it was the worst. It was like the worst moment of my week because it was like I thought, okay, there's gonna be one or two. Then there were like, and I, I know I've gone on and on about this, but let me just allow me to just get my pain. Keep keep going. You're on a roll. There were like 15 of them. It was fine when there was like one or two, right? And there were one or two you from know, the expected. You know too many DJs. That's, That's your the problem. problem. I, dude, I know way too many DJs. Because I, mm. I, I have a very diverse friend group, right? So there were, there were many people who were saying, where are they getting all of these milk crates from? And I started to get ready to type. Like, well, actually what happens is. And then right. I was like, no. Right. Same you know, here. I will, incri- I will incriminate myself. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do now? Which you gonna come get me? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was over twenty years ago. Thirty. Oh shoot! In my case, it it was high school. It was thirty years ago. What? Find me. I dare you. <laughs> I'll tell you where I took them from. Like, what are you gonna do? I actually to double down on it. The luckies that I used to steal crates from is mm-hmm. no longer there. That was your fault. So there's that. Yeah. The crate, the crate, the crate man came and they didn't, have his, they didn't have his bread. Yeah. Yep. They had to go up. They had to fold up shop. It's all your fault, man. I did it. I did it. I was the original <laughs> Post Malone. Yeah. Guy came to get his crate deposit. He said, you know what it is. <laughs> Shut all this down. Turn Close like- this whole store. <laughs> Turn this into a 24-hour fitness. We done with it. <laughs> Oh. oh man, yeah that that was uh, phenomenal. But you know what? The week didn't end, Kev. The week did it not didn't. end. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't even know where to start with this one. Oh man! All right. <laughs> so. But then it, <laughs> he says, but this is when it got really dark. Yeah. <laughs> Kev's writing credits. All right. Per Revolt.tv, OnlyFans, a digital platform where users can make adult-oriented subscription fan pages, pages oh, has that's, announced that's what that is. it will ban pornography beginning in the fall, according to Variety. In a statement to the outlet, OnlyFans said, 
that starting October 1st, 2021, the company will prohibit the posting of any content containing sexually explicit conduct in order to ensure a long-term sustainability of the platform and to continue to host an inclusive community of creators and fans. We must evolve our content guidelines. Social media users have mixed reactions to the news. While some people make <laughs> jokes about users on OnlyFans having to find new employment, others said that the popular app's new regulations will cause the company to self-destruct. Twitter was having none of it. <laughs> I didn't know what OnlyFans was until I read this. Very interesting. <laughs> I, I just assume I assumed I assumed pornography was banned from all corners of the internet. All right. So <laughs> now that we've done that, let's get into some facts. Uh, okay. No, listen. I've never once clicked on anything OnlyFans, and and here's the thing: I didn't know um, that it become largely porn. Like I thought it was largely uh, like Instagram models or or whatever, or you know, whatever online models or. Self-made models, if you will, um, posting, you know, their pictures in a place where you would pay to see them, right? Instead of going to IG where, you know, you, somebody gets to flip through and fap to you for free, they got to go to OnlyFans so they could pay to fap to you, right? Paid fapping. That's what I assumed it was. But I didn't know it was like that actual porn was happening, right? That's That was news to me until a couple months ago when a friend informed me. But... I mean, okay. We saw this with Tumblr. Now, Tumblr, mm -hmm. I actually for real did not know that there was pornography on until they shut it down. Not that it matters, but I was like in shock. Like, whoa, wait a minute. That's happening? I thought this was just where you go to download torrents. Like, or download <laughs> zips of people's music <laughs> unauthorized. I didn't know that y'all was doing all this. But people are using Tumblr as an example because Tumblr ultimately became less popular after you couldn't <laughs> find porn on it. Right. right. Um, I mean, it's fair to assume that they're right about OnlyFans, right? What? That it's going to be... it's going to fall off? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's over, Kev? It, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like if the Foot Locker decided they're just going to sell gloves from now on. <laughs> That's not gonna. That's not gonna work. <laughs> Only hands. Um, it's like it's like Subway saying that they're gonna sell actual meat and tuna. Not not wow. not part of the actual model. Come on, man. Come on. You know what I mean? Oh, come on. <clears throat> the uh, Tiger, though the the rapper artist, whatever he is. Uh, I think he's a rapper. Uh, immediately jumped off OnlyFans. I'm not sure if it was pornography or not. I would not be able to tell you that. Mm. But he had an OnlyFans page. And he started his own platform in hopes to be able to get the you know porn folks to move over to him. Mm. Okay. Good for him. Good for him. But here's, my question is why? Not, not, not why pornography. That's fine. Whatever. But why did there need to be an OnlyFans? Are we living in a world where like porn's not accessible on the internet just because? Like now it's just whatever. Like, it's, you know what I mean? it's 
You know what? I think I think what it is is that maybe we are mainstream casual porn fans. Okay. Where this is like the golden era underground <laughs> porn fans that are like you you guys don't really get it, man. Like I know you think there's a difference between it's like difference between hip hop and rap. <laughs> so this is like the <laughs> the project blowed, if you will, of Project This is the Which takes this, on a whole new connotation when you say it like that. This is the the, the OnlyFans <laughs> with the cover with the hanging light version. Yes. Of, it's okay, straight okay. up. Yeah, this is the lyricist lounge of uh <laughs> the foundation. Of yeah. Oh man, I listen. I I just don't get why, and, and it's hilarious to joke about it. But I just didn't understand the reason. Like I'm like, I, I didn't know, largely because a you know I'm in a house with two daughters. I just I'm not a big connoisseur, if you will. So there's that. Um, you know, if you'd have caught me pre children. We might have a different thing. I might know all of them. By, you know by the time you got your credit card out of your wallet, you got to go <laughs> right. make a snack or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, man, am I? Right. Dad. It's like, oh, God. No, this is, I'm not living that life. God. Didn't. But. Security code. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, but then I, I'm. I mean, people will literally play the Pornhub music as a joke in a like at a club, and everybody will cheer and laugh because it's like everyone knows what it is. You know what I mean? So, like, why does there need to be a secretive, alternate, alternative way when it's like super anywhere you want to go? You could go. I'm telling like, you, it's niche, man. It's about it's about being in the know. I guess. You know, it would be the. You never the, thought the, the hip hop would, would be the take move. You this far. <laughs> <laughs> what if Patreon just decided that they were just going to go all out? Wow. Boom. Over with. You know what I mean? Tiger, connect with Patreon, make it happen. Mm. There's going to be 90 new apps trying to do it, by the way. Oh, yeah. That's what Parler should do. Patriot porn only. <laughs> Patriot porn. <laughs> if you pay me, if you pay me twenty dollars, I'll take off my mask. <laughs> <laughs> Just for you. Oh man. <laughs> Show the nose! Show the nose! <laughs> Show your chin! <laughs> Patriot boy! <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, and then Clubhouse will just be audio, just audio porn. Yeah, that sounds like the worst idea ever. <laughs> <laughs> like ever. <laughs> just, but, it's, but it's invite only. It's invite only. Wait. Who needs? I have fifty. I have fifty Patriot porn memberships. It's likely, but you have to. But you have to have an iPhone. 
Listen, it's likely she's already faking those noises for one person. <laughs> now you wanted to fake those noises for a whole group of people. <laughs> Just to be fair. <laughs> I don't know where this show went or how we got here, but we are here. And blame it on the internet. <laughs> blame it entirely on the internet. It's the internet's fault. Um, listen, <laughs> thank y'all for tuning in, man. <laughs> I am your homeboy, Track Life, and and that mm-hmm. over there, that's your, that's your fam, Kev Dakota. <laughs> I'm the I'm the Drake to your Kanye. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> we didn't even talk about Kanye. That's how that's how interesting this week is. To where Kanye is like a footnote. <laughs> <laughs> God dog. Oh boy. Um, yo, thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. If you'd like to catch past episodes of Rap Sucks Radio, you can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. If you'd like to catch this on your television, you can go to BTSN Behind the Scenes Network. What you do is you download the app or channel on your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices. Click on that Apple channel and you will find us along with plenty of other dope content. BTS and Behind the Scenes Network, we want. And what up, Badru? If you're hearing this, call me, please. And with all that being said, man, on the count of three, we say peace. One, two, three. Peace. Peace. We out, (laughs) y'all.